This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Welcome to Thursday's solo episode. This is a fresh one. This is very fresh because it is Wednesday evening. Well, it's 4.15 p.m. And I'm just recording it now because Milo's still off school. Like, whose idea was it to be like, you know what? Let's have the kids go back to school on January 8th, but let's have all the adults go back to work January 2nd and 3rd, you know? So anyways, luckily, I can manage my schedule somewhat, but trying to get stuff done, like there's not going to be a clip for the solo tonight. I Usually I post a clip on Wednesdays and Thursdays, but I told Sean, I'm like, there's not going to be a clip tonight because I have to record the episode tonight. And I'm just totally, I was supposed to post something yesterday, totally forgot. My manager today is like, oh, did you post that thing? I'm like, no, I didn't. No, I didn't because Milo went to bed at 11 p.m. Okay. So no, usually if I have to post something like a partnership with a brand, I will post it after he goes to bed because there's too many things to think about and look over and I have to focus. So I wait till he goes to bed and he never went to bed. I went to bed when he went to bed. So I'm like, no, I totally forgot. Didn't post it. Um, Yeah, like I could have hid in my room and my husband could have dealt with it, but I was totally just out of sorts. Could not remember a thing. Today, same thing. Like it's been a day and I like look at my phone and in eight minutes, it says I have a meeting. I'm like, oh my God, I have a meeting today at 3 p.m. Like a somewhat important meeting too and completely forgot. So I'm like, okay, let's uh, get the laptop and the headphones. And the whole time Milo is just in the background showing things to the people on my meeting, like dog books, paper that he ripped. I'm just like, oh my God, please ignore him. So anyways, It is 2024. Milo keeps saying that because I explained that to him. Uh, I don't know if he knows what it means, but it's 2024. I'm so excited for this year. I just feel like like something like I'm just excited for this year. I don't know why. Uh, 2023 was incredible. I mean, when I made that reel of all the little clips of 2023, I was like, holy crap, like all of that was in one year one year, so much Harry Styles stuff. Insufferable is out. Our first episode is out, came out January 1st. The reception, the reviews have been incroyable. That's incredible in French. And I'm so excited. Like, it's so fun to record because it's just like FaceTiming with my sister, except there are things to specifically talk about which makes it that much more fun. And I love the fact that we have the vintage pop culture because looking back on things that have happened, it's like wild. So I hope you guys have tuned in to that. It's everywhere you can get your podcasts. Uh, Again, it's called Insufferable because we always start off the episodes with things that are insufferable. I'm very excited for this week's insufferable topics. It's something that I rage about all the time. So, and I'm sure you guys will be like, yeah, me too, me too. Also exciting things for this podcast, which will not change at all. Well, I'm only going to be making enhancements if you want to call it that. So on some Wednesdays, I will be posting either a clip from a past episode that is very like a noteworthy 
like a five to 10 minute clip of something that's really uh, valuable or entertaining, educational, whatever it might be. Or I'm going to do, do you guys remember a long time ago, I used to do these episodes, these mini episodes called Hot Topics, and it would be one topic with someone. So I did one with Mr. Chaz about whining. I did one with Baby's Best Sleep, Amanda Jusen, about, I forget what our topic was. Was it bedtime battles? Or no, transitioning from crib to bed. Like just very, very detailed quick episodes about one specific topic. So I'm going to bring that back because I loved doing those. And it's very, I like when it's very timely. So I'm going through something or it's like Halloween or, you know, something happens in the world and I want to discuss it right away. So I'll get someone on, we'll record quickly and I'll put it up that Wednesday. So That will start, and it's not going to be every single Wednesday, but there will be one next Wednesday. I actually spoke to a wonderful psychologist named Dr. Tanya Kotler, and we did like a 15-20 minute breakdown of why everyone is so obsessed with Taylor and Travis and their relationship, and just like Taylor in general. Um, It was really interesting to get her perspective on it. So that will be out next Wednesday. Also, Tanya's full episode on the daycare stuff and also gentle parenting will be out on Tuesday. So January 9th, January 10th is very Tanya. It's the best. And then Thursday will be the typical solo. But you can expect more of these little special short episodes that I will call hot topics. Next Wednesday will be the first one. Um, Holiday recap. I didn't really get to tell you guys about our holidays. Overall, went really well. But I think this has been the first year where Milo's at an age where I realized like, wow, holidays are a lot. It's just being out of routine. Like it's a lot for everybody, but especially for him who doesn't like he's just kind of going with the flow and there's gifts and there's lots of people and we're going here and we're going there he's not going to school like he's having a hard time falling asleep at night because he's probably overstimulated it's just been a lot and I've been doing my best to keep him occupied and build Legos and play games and bake banana bread and do all the things but he just has his moments over these holidays. So how long is it actually? Yeah, I think the last day of school was the 21st, December 21st, and they go back on January 8th. So it's been so long. And like we went to my mom's for a weekend and then my in-laws were here. They literally just left the other day. So it's been a lot for him. And yeah, this is the first year that I've really noticed that. And I think it's because he is older. And before when he was younger, it was less of a thing. Maybe he had less of a break. Like, I'm not sure. But yeah, that's been a lot. Also food. Like he has a lunch program at his school. So he is served lunch. Whereas here it's like his eating times get off. You know, like he'll have a late breakfast and then he's not hungry for lunch and then he wants a granola bar and then he like, it's just, oh, And I've tried to be good, but 
it's just a lot to like just a lot of change that's what it is like it's just all of a sudden a lot of change with like a shit ton of presents next year I was thinking about really like cutting back on presents and maybe doing more of like an experience gift or like a trip or something and like a few smaller things because I feel like when kids get older there's like one or two bigger items that they want whereas for kids like he doesn't want anything that's significant you know it's like "Mm, the spider-man shooter or like a lego you know so it's just a lot and then because there's my parents and my mom literally like puts on a whole fucking christmas for milo and poppy like it was a whole other christmas so my milo basically had two christmases one with my parents and then one here with my in-laws and then we go over to my husband's cousin's place and they have like a shit ton of presents for him i'm like oh my god this is too much So yeah, looking forward to getting back on routine. Yesterday, I thought I like cracked the code of being out of routine. So what I did was I have this chalk, this little board that's a chalkboard material. And we had this white pencil that writes on it. And I'm like, you know what? Like, let's plan out what we're going to do today. And he was all into it. And so we had... I think it was like build a volcano because I had this little craft thing from a long time ago that you make a volcano. So we did that. And then it was to walk bubbles. And then it was take a break. And then it was make go to the grocery store, make dinner. Like we had all these things lined up to do. And every time we would finish one thing, he would wipe it off with a wet wipe and he was really into it. And I was like, oh my God, like I just cracked the code. Like the rest of this holiday is going to be so simple just from making this list. So Last night we made our list for today and it kind of just like went to shit. Like, I don't know what happened. I was helping him do his Lego. And by the way, the Mega Blocks version of Lego, do you know what I'm, th- I'm saying? Like, it's a different brand, but it's very Lego inspired, you know? Like, the, I'm sure Lego had a patent on, I'm going to look this up actually because this is very interesting. There's actually a whole book on the history of Lego and, you bet your ass I want to read it. But guaranteed, Lego had a patent on their blocks, like the way they attach and everything. And that patent expired. And then Mega Blocks started doing their thing. But the thing is, Mega Blocks has all the Pokemon characters, not Lego. Like, Lego, why didn't you license Pokemon? Like, come on. Uh, so now we have these Mega Blocks Pokemon characters, and it's not the same. Like, it's actually difficult. Like, I find it difficult to follow and the shapes are weird. And a lot of the times it's like they have two shapes that look almost identical and they're like, it's this one, not this one. I'm like, they literally look the exact same. So which one is it? Where does it go? Anyways, we were working on our third Pokemon character today called Meow or something like that. It's like a cat. This episode is brought to you by Little Spoon. If you're like me, then the bane of your existence is thinking about what to feed your children, prepping food, going to the grocery store, all of the above. Who has the time? We are all so busy, and it's important to incorporate things into our life that keep our life as simple and convenient as possible. Lil Spoon is one way to do just that. They deliver fresh, healthy meals and snacks straight to your door that your kid will love at every eating stage they are in. 
The baby blends are fresh organic baby food from single ingredients to multi-textured purees to take the stress out of starting solids. They partner with Clean Label Project to test their blends for 400 plus contaminants, including heavy metals. So you know you're getting good stuff. The Biteables are finger food meals that are cut to size to promote easy self-feeding and they are healthy, balanced, and free of artificial junk. The Little Spoon Plates are toddler and big kid meals that are free of junk and they taste amazing. Even the pickiest eaters will love them. Think hidden veggie mac and cheese, chicken nuggets, and adventurous eats like potstickers, gnocchi, and more. They also offer really fun things like puffs, they have smoothies, lunchers, and snacks. You quite literally never have to think about food again. It's just easy peasy. And did I mention this all comes right to your door? It is so flexible, so easy, and everything stores right in the fridge and freezer. The price is right. The quality is unmatched. You are going to love it and your kids are going to love it. It is just a huge win for your family. Simplify your kids' mealtime with 30% off your first order. Go to littlespoon.com slash momroom and enter our code momroom at checkout to get 30% off your first Little Spoon order. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode of The Mom Room and providing me with samples. You know how a lot of people can't leave the house without a water bottle? It's like their emotional support water bottle. I am the exact same way with facial tissues. And that is because I have such bad allergies, specifically in my sinuses, to the point where I know I'm going to have to blow my nose multiple times in a day and I cannot be out in public without my emotional support facial tissues. Luckily, for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so that you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Now I know if I have a big event, maybe I'm going to a concert, going out for dinner. I don't want to be blowing my nose every two seconds. It's very unbecoming. And so I will take Claritin D and enjoy my evening. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter or ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. He like wanted me to help him, but then you go and you start trying to help, but then they're like, stop touching things. And I'm like, I thought you wanted me to help you. And he's like, yeah, just find the pieces for me. And I'm like, okay, like, so I'm finding the pieces sitting next to him. He's having a little bit of trouble. So I'm like trying to help him and he like freaks out. I'm like, do you want me to help you or not? And then he specifically asks me to do one particular part. Like, mom, can you do this part? I'm like, okay. So I start trying to do it. But once he sees how I'm doing it and then he knows how to do it, he like rips it from my hands. The thing goes flying, breaks into pieces on the floor. I'm like, what just happened? Like, so I was like, okay, we need a little bit of a break. I'm like, mommy's gonna make lunch. You can sit and do your Lego. But then he was like, you're the worst mommy in the world. I don't want you next to me. Why are you sitting next to me? And I'm like, okay, like I'll go eat in the living room, you know? I'm like, what the hell? And then he's complaining that nobody's helping him. I'm like, well, I'm the only one in the house and you don't want me to sit next to you. Would you like mommy to help you? And he's like, no. 
But then he starts talking to himself like, there's nobody here to help me. Who's going to help me? I'm like, okay, um, this is going well. Today's going well. So I was like, why don't we take a break from the Lego? And then he didn't want to. He was sitting there. So then I started watching this show on HGTV, which was actually so entertaining. I really liked it. It was called The Unsellable House or Unsellable Houses. Anyways, I really liked the premise of it. It was good. So I'm like laying there watching my show and then he comes over. He's like, I want to watch my show. I'm like, when mommy's show is done, then we can put on one of your shows. And then it turned into this like whole big thing. I went upstairs. I started doing laundry. He brought the remote upstairs. Like, oh my God. I was like, this is the weirdest day ever. There was no meltdown. And I think it's because I stayed so incredibly calm. I don't even know how I stayed so calm. Is it like the cold showers that I'm doing at the end of my shower? I will turn it to freezing cold. And the trick is to let it go on the back of your neck. This is all from Miranda, by the way, the period lab. And it's like a known thing, but she's the one who told me. So at the end of my showers, I even got a timer, a waterproof timer that you can put on the shower wall. So I click the timer and I'm up to a minute now in the freezing cold water at the end of my shower. And my breathing is so much better. Like before I was so tense. As soon as the water would turn cold, I'm like tense, tense, tense. And like, I'm like having a hard time breathing. Now my breathing has gotten so much better. I'm so much more like relaxed in my muscles when the cold water hits. And I'm like, is that why I'm so calm? Because my period is ready to come like any day. And usually that's my most rage-tastic time of the month. I'm like spotting right now, but it's not fully coming. And also, can we talk about how annoying spotting is? Like, fuck off, okay? Having a period is annoying enough. And now for literally, I will spot on and off for like four or five days before my period even starts. So there's another week of just liquids coming out that I don't want to come out. Do you know what I'm saying? Drive me nuts. And so changing, like I'm trying to learn about my cycle and learn how to support hormones and balance things. And that is part of like the spotting before your period starts has something to do with progesterone, I believe. So this is all the kinds of BS that I'm trying to help, like my mood, my um, like the spotting, cramping, ovulation pain, all this kind of stuff. The heaviness of my periods, the length of them, like I'm just trying to make everything better. So the cold showers is one of the things. I wish other ship was closer to my house, but I mean, it's basically downtown Toronto and I can't travel that far every time I want to do a cold plunge. So is there a cold plunge company out there that wants to sponsor me and I'll I'll put a cold plunge in my house. Let me know. So anyways, I've been so calm today with all of this nonsense happening around me. And then all of a sudden we just got back on track and he was my friend again and he like said sorry and we loved each other. So the rest of the day went well, but the whole list that we made in like last night for today just kind of went out the window. It's also been a rainy day, so we couldn't walk bubbles. It's a whole thing. One thing I did want to mention, which I told Ariana this and she was like dying laughing. So Ariana's real estate company, it's called Capstone in Guelph. They do this holiday thing where they rent out one of the Cineplex movie theaters and they showed the movie Elf. And so it was for 
whatever, people to just like go get snacks and watch Elf. So we went. It was the first time Milo had seen Elf. And I guess then he wanted to watch it a few times at home. So, you know, in the movie, how he calls someone or himself a cotton headed ninny muggins. I guess Milo thinks that that is a bad word, just like in the context that Will Ferrell uses it in the movie. So, we had a couple nights of like really bad um, bedtime battles and like I tried so hard, like just stayed calm, tried to hold the boundary, hold the boundary. Like you're not leaving your room. You're not allowed to leave your room. Like, I'm sorry, like blah, blah, blah. It was a nightmare. Okay. He, and again, I always think like, did I fail at this situation because he is so dysregulated? Or was this whole scenario a success because I remained regulated? Do you know what I'm saying? I always wonder that. I feel like as a parent, when your child has a meltdown or is really like dysregulated in their emotions and like having an outburst or whatever, you feel like you have failed that situation. But honestly, I think you maintaining your composure and being calm and regulated is doing that successfully, is a sign of success for that situation. But you feel like a fucking failure because your child is like melting down and it's hard to see them so emotional and upset. And as humans, again, we just want it to stop, like stop right now. Bink, bonk, stop. You want to say something that you heard a parenting expert online say and you just want it to stop. Moving on, like, okay, we're done this meltdown. Let's move on. That's not how it works. It's about how you respond. And I remember Dr. Becky was on Armchair Expert and she gave a really good, um, what do you call it when it's like, not a scenario. She gave a good, oh my God, I hate when I can't think of a word, analogy. She gave a good analogy for, because Dax asked the question, which I always wonder myself, which is when your child does something really bad or they're having these big emotional outbursts, don't you want them to like when you say to remain calm and be like do gentle parenting practices does that like how does that show them that what they're doing is not okay i don't remember how he framed the question but go listen to the episode but she gave the analogy of imagine you're on a plane and the pilot there's really bad turbulence and all the passengers are like freaking out you know like they are not regulated. Their emotions are all over the place. They're anxious, whatever. Would you rather have a pilot that matched your energy that was like, oh my God, like it's crazy. I know, like, don't worry, everything's going to be fine. You know, uh, or would you want a pilot that validated your feelings, like, hey folks, um, but remained super calm? Hey folks, uh, we're experiencing a little bit of turbulence right now. Nothing to be worried about. Uh, we'll have you, you know, touching down in 15 minutes. I should be a pilot. Think about it that way. So when your child is totally dysregulated, having a meltdown, emotions all over the place, they they look to you to feel safe and to feel 
Like you're like you're the one that's in control. So if you're, you know, like stomping down the hallway and slamming doors and matching their energy, their emotions, you are not that like calm pilot in the airplane that's experiencing turbulence. I thought that was such a good analogy. And now I think about that all the time. My husband and I both turn the big four zero next year, and we have been thinking a lot about our long-term health. We want to get smarter about our health, make better choices, but also not feel overwhelmed trying to separate fact from fiction. There is so much information out there and it can be hard to figure out what applies to you, what is right, and what is wrong. Well, let me introduce you to the Zoe Science and Nutrition Podcast. With the help of world-leading scientists, they help you make smarter health choices every week. Don't just take my word for it. Naomi's Apple Review says, Zoe Science and Nutrition is super easy to consume even if you don't understand the science. With loads of actionable tips, a great mix of guests, and interesting cutting-edge science. You can't go wrong with a weekly podcast where world-leading scientists explain how their own research could improve your health. If you're ready to join millions of others like Naomi transforming their health, then search for Zoe Science and Nutrition wherever you listen to podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Lola V. Lola V is an award-winning hair care line by none other than Jennifer Aniston. They offer clean, plant-powered products for every hair type and texture. I just did my whole hair care routine with all the products the other night, and I am obsessed. Along with incredible shampoo and conditioner, they have an intensive repair treatment that you can use once a week. They also have a lightweight hair oil. There's a leave-in treatment, and there's also a glossing detangling which I need because lately I want to do my hair in like a slicked back look, but my hair is too frizzy. Get 15% off Lola V with the code MOMROOM at www.lolav.com slash MOMROOM and Lola V is L-O-L-A-V-I-E. So I hope that resonates with you guys too because I loved it. But anyways, oh my God, all I wanted to say, and this is what it turned into, was that when he was having meltdowns in his room, he was calling my husband and I cotton-headed ninny muggins. And we were like, like he was in his bedroom, upset, crying, because it was bedtime. And he like went up to the door and we were standing in the hallway. And he was like, you cotton-headed ninny muggins. And my husband and I looked at each other like, Oh my God. Like you want to laugh, but you also like, it's so sad that they're so upset and emotional that you're just like, Oh my God. But I haven't told him that that's not a bad word. I think I'm just like, not going to say anything. We'll see if on his report card, she's like, he won't stop calling people cottonhead and ninny muggins. (laughs) Anywho, I do have a free idea for anyone out there who is an inventor. On New Year's Day, so we went to a party the night, New Year's Eve, and we didn't even stay up that late. Like, I was probably in bed at 1, 1 1.30. Still, that's really late for me. And then we were up early, and I had two spritz cooler, wine cooler things. Uh, Just totally not my usual vibe, you know? So I was exhausted the next day. I was full of energy in the morning. Milo and I played outside. Like, I had all this energy. And then by the time it was like 2.30 p.m., 
I crashed. And because my in-laws were here, I had the luxury of going up to my bedroom and laying down. So I went upstairs to lay down. I read my Kindle for a bit and I could have slept, like passed out. But Milo is so loud when he's playing. So I could not sleep. Like I was dead to the world, but still with it. You know what I mean? And it was so annoying. I was like, all I want to do is sleep. And it was perfect. Like my bed was so comfortable, like had my sound machine on and I could still hear everything that was going on. And I was like, you know, those slumber pods that they make for kids to sleep in hotel rooms and stuff. It's basically like a little tent that you put their crib or their mattress in. I was like, how does that not exist for adults. You know, imagine a little tent that you just lay on your bed. You can bring your blanket inside the little tent and it covers you and it's got like a soundproofing and there's also like white noise inside of it. So it's pitch black, soundproofed and has some white noise. If you enjoy white noise, you can turn it on. That is amazing. Like, how does that not exist? And maybe it does. You know what? After this, I'm going to go on Amazon and see like adult slumber pod genius. People that work shift work, people that, you know, were up super late and want to sleep during the day, doctors on call. Like, how does this not exist? So I was thinking about that and I like jotted it down because I was like, hello, genius. Okay. To end this episode, I wanted to share things that I want to do more of in 2024. So the first one is the house. And these are in no particular order. Um, Our house. So we moved into this house last summer and it's very white and just empty walls. There's no storage. There's no built-in storage. There's nothing. Empty walls. And not only is it like I want it to feel more cozy and homey, it's also not functional because we have no storage. So there's like baskets everywhere. And yeah, I just, I'm over it. And I would like to have some people come in and add some built-in storage, get our TV up on the wall where it should be, pay more attention and like put more effort into decorating. I want to put up some curtains in Milo's room, maybe like paint some walls, do some wallpaper. I just want it to feel more cozy. And at the same time, take time to organize things and declutter and purge and get rid of stuff and donate and all that kind of stuff. I never give myself time to do those things. And I really did over the holidays. Like I did a overhaul on my closet, which that needs to be redone too, like with storage and whatnot, because it's not functional at all. But I got it as functional as it can be. I've been buying like bins to put summer shoes in and to organize that kind of stuff. So I just want to do more of that. I want to put more effort and time into food Food is literally the most important thing for me to feel good and also like yoga and stretching and moving my body. But I put zero effort into food because I hate it. I hate meal prep. I hate cooking. I'm not good at cooking. Uh, But this year, I'm like, you know what? Too bad. You have to. 
if I don't eat properly, I don't poop. And do you know how annoying that is? Like being constipated is the worst. I would rather have diarrhea, honestly. So yeah, I I need to put more effort into that. And that means having a plan for lunch or at least putting effort into it. You know, like we have a can of tuna and mayonnaise and some onion, like make a tuna salad sandwich for lunch. Don't just pick at stuff and then you're so hungry by the afternoon that you eat something that's not good for your digestion. So put more effort into food. Make at least two main like dinners in a week. And I will story those dinners and share those recipes that I make because then it makes me feel like I'm also working because that's the thing. Like I will work right up until I have to go get Milo or right up until they come home from school if my husband picks him up. And then I'm like, what are we going to do for dinner? Like it's the worst. It's the worst feeling. I hate, like we order food so much. So I just really need to start doing that. And then be active, which I already mentioned. But the thing is, I love my hot yoga studio so much. Like it's so hot and it's so good. Um, But I also need to gain muscle. So whether that's like doing some stuff at home with some weights, like I have some free weights uh, or joining a gym and doing weights and machines there to gain muscle because my hips, my glutes, my core... It's mostly like my shoulders, my lower back, my hips, and my glutes. Like I'm always sore. So I'm almost 40. Like I need to start gaining muscle and working out. Uh, Do more things that I enjoy. So reading, going for walks, literally like sitting on the couch and petting bubbles. Like that brings me joy, but I never do it. Like I used to never give bubbles attention. And I've recently started like getting, giving him attention and like talking to him and like scratching his belly. And like, he's so cute, you know, small little things, like do things that you enjoy. Make a tea, like take five freaking seconds to make a tea, to drink a tea while you're reading a book. One of the things is to read more nonfiction. I read fiction before bed, which is great. I look forward to it every day, but I used to read a lot of nonfiction during the day. And actually, I like having the physical books of nonfiction books and like highlighting things and making notes. And it gives me ideas for things to talk about on here and for content and makes you think, you know, I love nonfiction books. So I want to start doing more of that during the day, like setting aside time to read fiction, nonfiction books. And then I used to love watching documentaries, like love, 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 love. I don't remember the last time I watched a documentary. Actually, that's a lie. We just watched the Bad Surgeon um, docu-series thing on Netflix, but want to do more of that, more of that. And then putting the phone down, which we, I have been working on, but I was literally like, I want to get a box. We have this little wooden box. That's like a decor piece from HomeSense. I literally want to put it on the island and for like three hours in the evening, I want our phones in that fucking box and the lid closed and the volume can be up in case someone calls or whatever, but I want our phones in that box. It is so annoying 
to constantly be able to grab your phone to do things. I hate it. And I notice it in everyone now. Like when people grab their phone, like put the fucking phone down. It drives me bonkers. And I do it too. Like I get irritated at my husband. Like I know I do it too, but there's like certain times that really fucking bug me. Like if in the mornings, let's say, like we always put on uh, Disney Junior, we have coffee and I'll usually scroll Pinterest. I love Pinterest. And like Milo's eating his breakfast, he's watching his show. That's different from like Milo's not, his attention isn't on something and we're sitting there with our phone. Like I hate when, yeah, I don't know. Like it's just different. So phones in a freaking box. I'm seriously going to do it, guys. Um, Oh my God, what else do you have here, Renee? Oh yeah, like go for coffees, do more things with friends that are just kind of like random hangouts instead of like big planned things. And also I've been so busy and like so focused on work stuff that I don't like I didn't get Milo's class little gift bags for Christmas. And like he came home with all these gifts from his friends at school. And I was like, I didn't know that was a thing to like send gift bags home at Christmas. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to the store literally like next week and making Valentine's bags because I'm not forgetting. I felt like such a twat for not sending little gift bags for his friends at school. But anyway, so I want to do more things like that. And just like if my mind wasn't so bogged down with work stuff and like I do it to myself, you know, like I'm able to just get things done and not be so consumed by it, then I won't forget things like that. But anywho, I wonder if you guys relate to any of those resolutions. Um, So that's it for today. Milo has swimming lessons tonight. It's his first one. So wish us luck. And I don't, I don't know if he realizes that we're not going in the pool yet. We'll see. I keep I keep saying like you're you're gonna have lots of teachers, like they're gonna be so nice. We'll be right on the edge of the pool, of course, but we'll see what happens. So anywho, thank you guys so much for listening and stay tuned next week. Do not miss the episodes with Dr. Tanya Kotler. You are going to love them. Super excited for 2024. And if you haven't already, please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast so that we can take over the world pretty much. Thank you. Bye.